We start in Titty City, where John's body hit a waller and he was knocked out in a touching tribute to his days on the diamond, running two miles under Scott Ballinger. Nate was singing, Track door seat Derrick Henry running makes me beat my meat-o. Matt Carloff does not want this heat, no. And he used his defense to ram his Johnson into Esto early and often in this matchup. Ezekiel Chase Elliott crashed once again without Dak and gave Esto a measly 6.9 nice points. There were no cardinal sins from Nate this week, and he'll be playing DeAndre Kids Bopkins on repeat all December for his students. Nate ran out of miles in his gas can, but Jason Bateman Sanders did enough money laundering to get him into round two. Nate, 142.3. Esto, 109.1. Oh, no. We now head to Centennial Meat House, where Z-Tech was able to look past history of domestic violence and went Kareem hunting through the Tyreek Hills to gun down lighting in his Redskins. Oh, uh, I mean football team. Cole Pam Beasley told lighting, I feel God in this Chili's tonight, but no act of God could prevent Z-Tech from securing his 10th victory. Lighting had his chub going early on Monday night, but his stamina left a lot to be desired. As the night went on and he said, you want me to Justin Tucker? I've never met her. Russell Brand Wilson had Sammy forgetting Sarah Marshall Barra with his performance. And he learned that three players scoring 80 Haugen points is the Carly Jana key to winning games. Z-Tech, 149.8. Lighting, 147. Some spread. All right, dish rags. We are on to Cincinnati. We're on to week two, round two of the playoffs. Round one is over. It's done. Uh, Sammy beats Lighting in a wild Monday night game with Kareem Hunt. Uh, Lighting pretty much had it the whole way and Sammy just gets that last touchdown and just puts the nail in the coffin. Um, so Sammy benefits from the five point first round bump, which I stand behind a hundred percent. Uh, last year, Sammy was on the losing end of that with the points given this year. He's on the winning end. So what goes around comes around and you know, credit to Sammy for having a good year. You know, he got the three seed. He locked that up, and he deserved it. He deserved to win. Uh, I think it was tough having Lighting and Sammy in the first round. I would have liked to see both those teams. But at the end of the day, I think the four best teams are left. You know, if you're, if you're looking body of work this year, start to finish, I think we have the four teams that have just kind of always been at the top. They've been consistent. Um, and, you know, the other two, besides Osh and Sammy, who play this week, will be Loaf and Nate, who this is the third time they've played this year. So familiar faces in that matchup. And I think both matchups will be really good. Osh has made some sneaky good uh, waiver claims. The last few weeks, he picked up 
Cam Akers, J.K. Dobbins, a couple guys that are kind of heating up as these these uh, playoff runs are, are being made. So I think, hey, and, you know, Brandon Ayuk, he's got Miles Sanders playing well. So if Osh plays the right guys, you know, this roster could be very dangerous and I could eat my words about Z-Tech being the best team. Uh, I stand behind it for now, but these are four good rosters. I can see anybody winning at this point, and I'm I'm excited to see it happen, see how it plays out. Um, we have an interview with Nate coming up that is phenomenal. Uh, credit to Nate for coming on. You know, there's been a lot of talk about the pod curse. Nate said, screw it. I don't believe in it. I'm coming on the pod. You know, I haven't been on this year. Um, I, I don't care about curses. I don't care about superstition. You know, he's, I'm going to put my best guys out there. And if I win, I win. If I lose, I lose. So I think it's been a lot of coincidence this year with how, how things have kind of shaked out after, you know, guys coming on the pod. Um, obviously me being the, the podcast originator i had an awful year so there's a lot behind the pod curse you know loaf loses dak the next week sammy loses the next week osh loses the next week i believe um john was on he lost jacob was on he lost but nate said to hell with it i'm coming on don't care what anybody says and uh let's ride so hopefully you guys enjoy the nate interview um, we talked a little bit about the consolation bracket thing. And I'm just going to go, you know, I'm just going to throw what I know here. Um, there's never a wrong time to make the right decision. Okay? So there's never a wrong time to do the right thing. And all I really want to do with this whole thing is what's right. So I think we should vote on it. I'm going to just lay out the three options of what we can do. Uh, I think John made a really good point, and it's kind of the, the point I was getting at. Um, it, I don't know that it's fair to have a team, you know, a team like Jacob's team who was one win away from the playoffs and all of a sudden, oh, I have to win to not get punished. I'm six and seven. I, I was one win away from the playoffs and now I'm fighting for my life to not have to take body issue pictures against a team that was one and 12. So I think we could do it on a year by year basis if that's what the route that people want to go. But the three options are leave it how it is where regular season, you know, the loser of the regular season, that's your punish. The, the who's getting punished. Um, that's kind of the easy route. The other easy route would be we just let the consolation ladder kind of shake out. And however ESPN sets it up is how we go. And we just have a four-team consolation bracket and everybody has to keep paying attention and things like that. Um, and, you know, but I think the problem with that is that ESPN lines up seven versus eight and nine versus 10. 
So theoretically in a consolation bracket, you would have like the, the best team play the worst team. So like six would play or seven would play 10 and then eight would play nine. I don't know that it's fair to have nine and 10, you know, the winner of nine and 10 gets to go on and just be, you know, go on scot-free basically. And then the loser of seven and eight is just kind of like, okay, now I'm, now I have to fight. Um, so what I would propose as, you know, something we could do to keep these teams in it, but to not have the consolation play all the way through, I think if the nine and 10 teams are within a game of each other, we could have that next week. So it would have been, you know, week 14, what we just went through nine versus 10 loser is the it gets punished so you just have one week seven and eight are you know mathematically eliminated from being from being punished and then you just have nine versus ten loser gets punished so i think that's an option but i think it should only be an option if those two teams are within a game of each other right if we have a definitive loser like we did this year i think we just call it um but if they're you know if they're really close if their points are close if they're within a game in the standings i think there is a route we could go to to make that that week 14 count or make it matter so i'll leave it up to a vote those will be the three options we leave it how it is we just let the consolation play out has how ESPN gives it to us, or we kind of take it on a year by year basis. And if the, that not, and we just involve the nine and ten, right? Because seven and eight, those two teams could be could be three games over what nine and ten are, like Jacob this year. Where I, I don't know that it's fair to punish Jacob for being six and seven and, and one win away from the playoffs. So we can vote on those. If anybody else has ideas between now and then, let me know. Throw them in the group chat, do whatever. And I'd like to make a formal apology to Jesse Tenney for being rude about his roster or about his team, his performance this year. Obviously out of his control. And while true, uh, I... Uh, should have said things differently and kind of laid out what John laid out. So sarcasm, not necessary. And that's, those are the options I think that make the most sense. So if it doesn't make sense, I can explain more, but I tried to lay it out as clearly as possible. Everybody in the playoffs, good luck. I'm rooting for you all in some type of way. Um, enjoy the Nate Meter interview. And as always, fuck you guys. Nate Meter. What is up? AKA Team Deaf Boys. About what's, time I'm on, I'm on the pod. What's popping? What's popping? Where's the respect for the Deaf Boys? Hey, it's huh? been, I will admit, it is long overdue to get you on the podcast. Goodness. The reason being... Is you got off to the hot five and zero start, 
and I thought Nate is one we can save for the playoffs because he's a lock <laughs> to get there anyways. All right, yeah. So fair. I tried to I tried to get the the rather bad teams out of the way if you yeah. could, if you say that. Yeah. So I mean, you're the commish, so hey, you got to do what you got to do. I tried to line it up just right so we could have some good content the whole way through. Yeah, for sure. So start there, get off to the five and zero start, and then you struggle a little bit. Sorry about the barking dog there. <laughs> we got three right now, so it's all good. <laughs> so, did you, was there just a a mid season kind of falling out, or what happened with the squad there? I mean, what I look at it is like think about the Steelers. They went eleven and zero, and now they're eleven and two. Yeah, and people felt like they were running around like the office fire drill scene, you know, where like, <laughs> what's happening? It's a fucking fire drill, guys, you know, like, or yeah. the infamous Rogers, the Packers, like they were one in four a couple years yep. ago, and he's like, relax, R E L A X, relax. And so I kind of felt like that's kind of been me going five and one, feeling pretty good, and then eight and five. Yep. But I knew and, all along I would be making the playoffs. Yeah. Just, we all have struggles in the season, you know. You just got to yeah. find a way to get out of it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you were always kind of a lock for the playoffs. You started 5-0, and and obviously it's hard to, like, not, you know, to go, like, 1-6 the rest of the way through. So you pretty much – I mean, your team has just been yeah, good. I, like the whole way through loving my team so far, but I know with other teams, like with Will, like, man, that such a heartbreak. I mean, that was my, that's my high school team, honestly, when in my high school league, like I had CMC, I had Dak, I had OBJ and Carson, Chris Carson. So like, I felt like I was in a hole and I couldn't get out of it. So I know how Will's feeling. It sucks when you have the best player in the league play three games, but yeah, hey, that's just kind of how fancy works. You don't such know is, what to expect. Yep, such is life. Yeah, and no kidding. Yeah, I mean that's that's brutal though. Those four players. That's like that's got to be your first. Ooh, yeah. So I ended up with six and seven, and uh, missing the playoffs. But you know what? That's all right. You live to see another day. Yep. So kind of how fancy works. It sucks, but it's also fun. And yep, you just got to roll with it. Yeah. There's going to be those years. Huh? So you're, you're coming off the big win against John. Yep. Big win. Scored, scored a bunch of points. Big win. Tragic John, Tragic I want to say something to John. You can't think that I'm distracted with this baby boy, and that's how I lost. <laughs> Get out of here, dude. Get out of here. Yeah. I, I was going to ask you about that. Is that some fuel to the fire? Did that add some some fuel to, to want to um, go three and You know, John? I respect – what he said. I mean, I'm, I'm a guy that's, so you know what, we'll just see what happens. I can only control what I can control. And it just so happened that I beat him, but Absolutely. do you want to say though, like it is interesting if he could have kept Watson or if he would have gotten some more out of Watson, you know what I mean? Yep. Like yep. instead of getting uh, Tyler Boyd and Melvin Gordon, like I think he could have got like Lockett or maybe uh McLaurin or something like like that. I don't know. That's just me, but yeah, absolutely. Who knows what could have happened, but yeah, because hey, those two guys were just sitting right on his bench this week for the playoffs. Pretty much, pretty much. So 
Yeah, that's yep. true. And now you you get to play Loaf for a third time. And yeah. I think you're you're two and all against him too, right? Yeah. Playing so, playing John two and O. I mean playing John three times and then now playing Loaf three times. I mean yeah, geez. familiar and familiar faces. Being two and O against him. I mean, I have respect for Loaf. Um I know what it's like losing Dak. It sucks, but he got Watson and I respect what he had to do to get here. Um, he does have a good team, though. I mean, holy crap. There's a reason why I don't uh, pick tight ends in the first few rounds. But yeah, you could argue that Travis Kelsey is the best receiver. Not just tight end, but the best receiver. So I'm a little worried with that. And then, of course, he has Cook and Watson and Lockett and McLaurin. Yes. So he has some sizzling players for sure. But he's either His hot team. or he's either cold. Yeah, his team is – he's got a lot of, like, boomer bust guys, but each of them can go for, like, 30 any Easy. week. And each of them can have just complete duds. I mean, luckily so, yeah. I played – You saw – you know, you've seen what's happened with McLaurin the last couple of weeks and with Lockett, like, all throughout the year. Watson's at tough games. But you look at his lineup and you're like, woof. Yeah. I mean, people but said that he's the fraud the of the league, way. but I, I don't think there's any fraud team. I know Jacobs is trying to stir the pot because he lost <laughs> and missed the playoffs, but there's no fraud team. Get out of here, Jacobs. I think the four best teams are are left. I mean, which Trevor Trevor obviously had a really good roster at the end, but yeah. he couldn't overcome that start. No. So I, mean, I think the four best teams are here, and it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. I'm excited. It's also exciting that you don't see this often where the four teams were the four teams – throughout the whole season so it's pretty sweet that the four best teams are battling it out absolutely but and there's been talk about a pod curse yeah and you came on despite the talk which i respect the hell out of yeah i mean so were you nervous no i mean i thought about it but I had to get on because of what happened yesterday. I mean, it's such a great opportunity to be here and to talk about what happened yesterday and um, talking about the next three other teams. But I don't think there's a pod curse. I mean, people have these superstitious stuff about it. I mean, yeah, it sucks that those teams lost or a bad injury and it just so happened that you were on the cast on the pod that time but yeah yeah only only i can control what i can control so if i lose bummer people can say it's a pod curse but i can't control hey. the players i can control who i put in but i can't call up uh henry to have another big game i mean yep he has to do what he has to do absolutely and i i hope for the sake of the pod curse that you win nothing against loaf Nothing but for against the sake of the, of the pod curse. It would be I, really I would nice like to, to shut dispel. that down. Yeah, shut absolutely. those doubters down. I've had absolutely. doubt all my life. <laughs> Ever <laughs> since been, elementary been school. There's so many people that I'm like, oh, you're deaf in one year. You're not even going to graduate elementary school. <laughs> I mean, it took me two years to finish preschool. So, <laughs> hey, been doubted your whole life. You've been here. You know, yeah. you know what it's like. Oh, yeah. And, you know, that's, living with you hilarious. a couple of years ago, like, I've had those struggles that, that season, but, you know. Yep. I'm finally here. Here you, here you are. I do uh, have to say I'm a little nervous playing Cook. Of the year. 
I, I'm, I am a little nervous playing Cook, honestly. This will be my fourth time in two leagues playing Cook. So I played him when he went off against the the Lions and uh, what other team he was playing. So it's yeah. going to be yeah. interesting. It's going to be a battle for sure. So I'm excited to battle it out with Lope this week. Yeah, I've definitely been on the bad end of Dalvin Cook performances this year. But uh, luckily, he's playing the Bears. So hopefully – hopefully. I that mean, run defense kind of. It's kind of ironic that I'm playing him against the Bears when it was a Monday night game against the Bears, and I needed Cook to suck, and I beat Loaf <laughs> that game. So, oh, we'll see. There you go. We'll see. So, let's let's go into the league structure. Yep, yep. Been we talked about the for, the playoff format. And the loser punishment. Do you agree with the five point rule? Absolutely. Which, which you benefited from. Absolutely. Well, I agree not, I mean, it, it didn't affect it didn't affect your matchup. But, no, but right. I mean, it in essence it affected uh, Trevor and Sammy's. I mean, what a finish that was! Good gracious, <laughs> unbelievable. It was, it was Trevor for three quarters, and Kareem Hunt decided not to hit women fourth quarter, and. Uh, <laughs> Just phenomenal. Punch it out. Oh, yeah. I feel bad, but that was oh, a, you got to feel bad finish. for lighting. Oh, yeah. I'm sure he didn't teach today. He was just in the back corner sobbing, but all day. Oh. And then but the next question to answer that question, the five point, yeah, for sure. I mean, you got to give credit to where credits due and give it to the higher seeds. I mean, I love how we do that in my other league. We don't do that, and I think I love that absolutely. Right. I think especially for the first round, because you're talking about six teams. So, you know, more yes. than half of the league makes it. So that's a good point. Only you know, the now, first round. Yeah. Now in the second round, it's the four best teams. And it's like, okay, yep. these guys deserve and You got to do what you got to do. Right. And then consolation bracket. Do yeah. you, this one's going to be tough. There was some heat. There's some fire from Jesse. Of course, Jesse. And um, a little bit of me. I, I was in there too. I was, I was writing the fire too. But, um, the, the problem is the consolation bracket, they pair up ESPN pairs up to seven and eight and the nine and 10. So it's like, okay, if the eight beats the seven and the nine beats the 10, then you're saying that the 10 has to play the seven right. and the loser like gets punished, even though the seven might be like, I don't know, six and seven. Right. Right. So, I mean, I don't know. I get John's point. I mean, that was a really good point, whatever he had about like you're one in 12 and then all of a sudden you beat the six and seven team. Like it is what it is, but here's my thought on it. I just, I like the constellation bracket in terms of like, there's something to look forward to on a Sunday. So everyone's looking forward to their matchup. Um, So it's more of like a kind of competitive fire so that, um, the one in twelve team has a shot, but I also agree where we decide it on the regular season matchups. Yeah. So I get both sides. I'm you and your crew will have a tough decision, but <laughs> I mean I respect what you guys do. Yeah, we'll we'll definitely vote on it and we'll come to a conclusion. But there's like it's I mean, tough, you know. It is tough, but like Jesse's team, no offense, uh, had a really bad year yeah. and. It was so 
fortunate for him that he, his best week was against me. <laughs> Props to him. But, like, his team and then playing, like, a, let's say, a Jacob Engel in the Constellation bracket and then all of a sudden Jacob's last, like, I get that. Yeah. Like, that would yeah. suck. But right. it does add some fuel to the fire and some little little sizzling dizzle. You yeah, know, in the absolutely. It would, be, place, it would but... be just brutal to have Jake be Jacob and be on the precipice of the playoffs. Oh. And then lose twice in the Can you imagine? Like, oh, oh. I have to take the body as she picks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I cannot imagine. Yeah. So, like, that kind of thing would suck, too. So yeah. We'll have to figure it out. I get both sides. I'm probably leaning towards no right now, but it definitely can change. Yeah. Because, I mean, if, if you think about it, if we do Can you hear me draft, still? Yeah. If we can do a draft order just based on the regular season, then I get why, you know, you're last based on the regular season. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. We'll vote on it. For sure, for sure. And so at least you, you're you a big motivation guy trying to get your, your team motivated. <laughs> what do you, Absolutely. What do you, what do you got to do to get your guys pumped up for the playoffs? We haven't it's, had any any benchings this year. Who yeah, which is funny. I was going to mention that. <laughs> um, it's funny how people keep saying that every year, and I haven't done that in like this 10 is years. True. I mean, that was my that was my middle school brain back <laughs> in the day. All right. <laughs> hey, people, don't forget. But like, like what's the, oh yeah, um, what's the movie? Jonah Hill says, "People don't forget." <laughs> yes. So I had to but, throw that I question mean, in there at the end. No, for sure. I respect that. Um, I Like I've said all along, I can only control what I can control. So the only thing I can control is putting the right people in and seeing what, what happens on Sunday and Monday. Absolutely. But there's also a big reason why all you guys give me crap about hoarding backs. Well, let me tell you this. Well, Antonio Gibson's out. All of a sudden, Gaskin is freaking COVID. Uh, I'm not going to go and play because I'm COVID. Yep. And David Johnson all of a sudden just gets banged up in the head and forgets how to play football and doesn't want to be a tough man. So, like, I I hoard backs just for this purpose. And so you're uh, right. There, we'll there's literally no and better, Moser too. No better example than this year of why you hoard running backs because literally three <laughs> of your guys last week, all of all. Oh of yeah, it was. Play. I was like, no, Gaskin. Oh, all right, we'll just start Moser, but he's kind of been banged up. So. I respect it. I, yeah. We'll see. Um, I don't really have anything. I've been what I've been doing this whole year is just putting the right guys and see what happens. And sometimes I put Deontay Johnson on the bench and he outperforms Robbie Anderson. But that's just kind of how I've been lately. Yeah, my bench scores more than my offense. I mean, my starters. But we'll see. We'll see how this week goes. Absolutely. Well, hey, best of luck. Congratulations on making it this far. Thank you. And uh, I wish all the best. Hopefully, tractor, hopefully sure. tractor Cito is uh, is ready for December. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. Um, Ash and Sammy, good luck to you boys. Um, and we'll see what happens absolutely. next week. It's the witching hour. Absolutely. <laughs> Thanks for coming on. Absolutely. Hey, anytime, Commission. Yep. Peace See out. Ya.